Welcome to RLA's Message of the Week. We hope you enjoy part three, Faithfulness, in our series, How to Live a Meaningful Life, by your pastor, Renee Molina. Um, so we've been talking about these past couple weeks about how to make, how, um, how to live a meaningful life. That's what we've been talking about, how to live a meaningful life. And... Um, Today, uh, the first week, I don't know if you remember, we were talking about the first thing we spoke about, which is actually on our podcast. Oh, you know what? Um, Did he leave? Did Junior leave? Okay. Um, But Junior has been leading the podcast team. You guys have no idea. I was about to start the message, but I know I just put the brakes. But Junior and the podcast team, they've been putting so much effort, so much energy like, it's not just, like, recording and then uploading. It's so much work. Um, Kim and Alan, Alan's not here today. They spent, like, a, an Edwin, and I hope I'm not missing anyone else. Eli, 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 you were there? Elias, yeah, yeah. Um, they were, um, they spent, like, four hours. Was it, like, four hours? Because the, it's cool because the podcast, they have, like, intros, like, with music and then with a voiceover. And so... That's out right now. You can actually, like, subscribe now on the podcast. Um, and so this the team. They've, they've done it all. They've done it all. And it's on Spotify. Yeah, where, where is it at? It's on Spotify, Google Play, and yes. So, yeah, it's awesome. Like, it's, it's, I, I wanted to bring them up and just honor you guys, but hopefully maybe next, next, next service. But, yeah, so anyways. Um, you could see week one, you could listen to week one um, on the podcast, on the church podcast, and then week two was last week. Week one, we spoke about self-control. I don't know if you remember, we were talking about self-control. And then um, uh, last week, we spoke about gentleness. And we spoke about how gentleness isn't about being nice. It's about not being harsh and not letting your emotions control the way you treat people. That's what last week was, gentleness. And so this week, we're talking about faithfulness. I'm pretty stoked for this one. And so I want to start by just sharing with you that um, um, there's certain signs that you read in somebody to know if they're, they, they have a fever or if they're doing well, if they're doing or if something's up. There's certain signs. Can I ask you something? How do you know you're getting home from a long road trip? How do you know? Are there certain signs that you're getting home from a long road trip? What are some of them? What are some of them? <laughs> yeah, right? It's like once you hit traffic, it's like, okay, yeah, we're getting home. We're getting home. What else? How, what else? What, you know what? Stagnant? Excitement. I'm like, stagnant? Okay. <laughs> Flies on your windshield. Okay. What was that? Caesar? Caesar? Hail Caesar? You don't feel your legs? Yeah. What are other signs that you're getting home from a long road trip? You're grumpy, you're drowsy, very different. Tired. Yeah, there's certain signs that you're getting close to getting home, right, from a road trip. And now in the same way, there are signs that God is living in someone's life. There are certain things that you start noticing and you're like, Oh, wow, that person, God's living in that person's life. There's certain signs that somebody is surrendering their life to God. And today I want to touch on one of the major signs that somebody has God living in their heart is that they're faithful people. 
One of the major signs that somebody has God living in them is that they're faithful. Now, something in Scripture that we're, uh, can you go to Galatians chapter 5? Galatians chapter 5. Something interesting about this is, you know, the fruit of the Spirit is so popular, you know, love, joy, peace, all that stuff. We're going to read it right now. But a lot of the times people think, I need to get that. I need to be more loving. I need to be more. No, 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 no. These aren't things you pursue. These are things that naturally come out of you when God is living in you. Does that make sense? And so Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, Paul says, The fruit of the Spirit is love, is joy, is peace, is patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Today's topic gentleness last week's topic and self-control two weeks ago and then paul says against such things there is no law say with me law when paul uses the word law he's using it like the way we use the word religion legalism so when paul says there's no law to these things what he's saying is that you can't be you can't force this on people you see that? You can't force these qualities on somebody. They naturally come out of somebody that has God living in them. There's people that it's like, I need to be more loving. I need, yeah, yeah, but these are fruits. They're not pursuits. Oh, that's good. That was a good one. I like that. Does that make sense? These are things that naturally come out of you. And today, what I want to talk about today is that when you have God living in you, you're naturally faithful. Now, uh, let's define the word faithfulness. I found, uh, I found some, some, some scholars about the word faithfulness. They define faithfulness as the state of being someone in whom complete confidence can be placed. Someone trustworthy, dependable, and faithful. It also means reliable. It means fidelity. It means commitment. I know, right? It's not like this fancy, like, faithfulness. You know, it's this reliability. It's this, how trustworthy are you? One of the major signs that God is living in someone's life is that they're reliable. One of the major signs of somebody that has God living in them is that, ooh, is that they are dependable. But if you are somebody that is untrustworthy and you go to church a lot, I still doubt that God's living in you. Because one of the major signs that God is beating in somebody's life is that you are reliable and you are dependable and you are faithful and you are trustworthy. I, I, I want to share something I, I wrote down here is that how do you know a marriage that God is living in a marriage? They're being faithful to each other. They're reliable to each other. How do you know a family, God is living in a family? They're faithful and loyal to each other. How do you know someone is living, how do you know God is living in a city when that, all those people are being trustworthy with each other? You guys follow me? Like, this is a really big deal. 
But nowadays, nowadays we live in a cynical world. We live in the walking dead kind of world, right? I don't know if you've seen the show, but it's a show where you kind of you kind of wonder, you kind of wonder if if that person is going to turn on you and going to like like sacrifice you. <laughs> A lot of the times we live like that in our relationships nowadays. Like we, we are so cynical with everybody. And can I trust this person? Uh, you know, they're being nice to me, but it's kind of weird. Like, why do they give me five bucks? You know, why are they offering me a free ride? What, what is going on? You know, and we're so cynical. But I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying that there's a reason why. Why are nowadays people so cynical? Because there's so many, there's so many untrustworthy people out there. Can I get an amen? There's so many people you cannot trust. That's why we're all so cynical and that's why we're all like watching each other's back because we don't know if somebody's going to come behind us and stab us because we live in a very untrustworthy world. But God, according to God's view of the world, if people were trustworthy, then the world would be the way God wants it to be. This is huge, everybody. Trust is a huge deal. Trust is the oxygen of a relationship. If you want to see the health of a relationship, just look at how they trust each other. The trust is going to be like a barometer on seeing how healthy that relationship is. If a child does not trust their parents, that is a very dysfunctional relationship. Can I get an amen? If the people do not trust the governors, that's a really dangerous culture. If people do not trust law enforcement, that's very dangerous. If, parent, if, if a marriage does not trust each other, that is very dangerous. Trust, being trustworthy, being dependable. You want to know what, like, you know when God says, uh, and we're going to get to this, but Scripture, the word faithful means the word reliable. I don't know if you have like reliable sandals that you know you can like, like count on them, you know, when, when everyone is letting you down. But your sandals are always there faithful, you know, or those shoes, you know, or, or, or your, those, I don't know, your, your, your hat or I don't know what it is, your phone. Like it's, it's your faithful. Like, you know, sometimes we even call it the old faithful, you know. The car might not look so nice, but you know that old car will take you across the world, you know? That's kind of what we're talking about here. Maybe you don't look all amazing and wonderful, but you're reliable. Maybe you might not look so holy, but you're reliable. Reliable is huge, everybody. We need leaders that are reliable. We need parents that are reliable. We need single people that are reliable. If you are unreliable before you get married, get, the, the ring isn't going to change anything. You're going to still be unreliable after the ceremony. Okay, I'm, I'm going to keep going because you guys are starting to look at me. All right. I want to give you some signs of untrustworthiness. Here we go. Just take no. <laughs> signs of untrustworthiness number one someone who is untrustworthy is a gossiper you cannot trust a gossiper can I get an amen 
Gossipers are another way. Have you ever seen a pipe that is just leaking like crazy? Have you ever seen those fire hydrants that are like just, you know, on the street? That's a gossiper. (laughs) Gossipers leak all the time. They're always leaking, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. I just, I, I, I just let it out, you know. I'm so sorry. Beware of the people that talk too much. God's word says avoid people that talk too much. Here's some crazy stuff. Uh, scripture says even fools are thought to be wise when they keep silent. With their mouths shut, they look intelligent. <laughs> Here's another one. Another proverb. Many words mark the speech of a fool. You cannot trust someone that is that talks too much, that aka has a big mouth. If you don't have a small mouth, <laughs> for not saying it the other way, <laughs> You need to start being somebody reliable. You need to be a dead end when drama hits you. There's people that they're not dead ends. They're like freeways of drama. They're like train stations of drama, right? Like drama touches them and then boom, like it touches a bunch of other people. And it's like, you're not reliable. You're not faithful. (laughs) Did you know that gossip is one of the top prohibitions of, uh, uh, that God gave his community? Gossip is actually one of the Ten Commandments. I'm going to say this again. A lot of people think do not lie is one of the Ten Commandments. That's not true. Do not lie is not one of the Ten Commandments. It says do not spread false rumors of others. In other words, it means do not gossip. Why? Because God wants us to be reliable people when someone gives you their mess it has to stay there you can't go and recycle it with someone else people that are untrustworthy are the biggest gossipers they're fire hydrants uh, but but broken ones (laughs) i recently heard of someone that they trusted this person and i know they shouldn't have trusted them and they told them all these things And then that person went to someone else, and all of a sudden, the paint got all over everyone. How many, like, has that happened to any of you? The next one, another sign of an unreliable person, an untrustworthy person, is that they're full of unfulfilled promises. One of my mentors she gave me uh, some parenting advice. It was so good. She says, she said, rarely promise anything to your kids. Rarely promise them anything. Because if you're always promising them things, you're most likely not going to do a lot of them. And what, and what, we, what we were studying, it was crazy. She, she was saying how she said that promises literally is the fiber of a child. Broken promises destroy the self-esteem of a child. How many kids do we know or adults do we know? They have such insecurity issues, but because they grew up in a home that had unfulfilled promises. Insecure adults show they had a child 
of unfulfilled promises. You guys follow me? Unfulfilled promises. People that are, un- that, uh, they promise a whole bunch of stuff, but they don't fulfill them. They're untrustworthy. You can't take their words to the bank. People that are full of unfulfilled promises are only faithful to themselves and to no one else. People that say, you know, like, well, you know, it was just something. I could, yeah, I could, I could change, you know. People could change, you know. It's like, yeah, but like you just promised them something and they're hanging on your word. The third sign of an untrustworthy person are emotion, highly emotional people. One of my favorite uh, poets, his name is, uh, I don't know if you've heard of him, his name is Kendrick Lamar. Um, he has this song called Loyalty. And he says, I'm not going to sing it, obviously. He says, loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. He says, 10-4. Wow, I'm, this is going to be the, like, the whitest version of it. 10-4. No switching sides. Feel something wrong. You acting shifty. You don't ride with me no more. I need loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Can I get it? Can I, everyone say loyalty with me? What is it like just I, I love the way he captures like he says you're acting shifty. You're in other words. I know it's kind of funny, right? Hearing like this, you know, me saying it. Um, I, I can have I have the other version. You want me? To, no, I'm kidding. But what he's saying is that people that are unloyal, he's showing how unloyal people they're shifty. They're they're just one one day they're up, then they're down, then they're here, then they're there. They're they're everywhere. Wow, it sounded like Dr. Seuss. <laughs> but my point is unloyal, unreliable, unfaithful people are people that are highly emotional. One day they tell you, man, yeah, oh my gosh, God is amazing. And then the next day they're like on the floor. God is not real. You know what I mean? Like, or one day they tell you, you're amazing. You're the most wonderful person I've ever met. Oh my gosh, I will go to the moon and back for you. And then you do something like small to them and you're a Satan, you know? Those are unreliable people. People that don't know how to manage their emotions are unreliable. I'm going to say it again. People that don't know how to manage their emotions are unreliable. If you don't know how to manage your anger, if you don't know how to manage your worries, if I could even go, if you don't even know how to manage your excitement, that's kind of where I'm at. You are unreliable because you're going to promise a whole bunch of things and never do anything. Are you guys with me? Three signs of an untrustworthy person. One, they're gossipers, major leakage. How many know people leak? But the most trustworthy people do not leak. You have to be, say with me, I'm a be a dead end. Exactly. Wow, really? No, I'm playing. You have to be a dead end with drama. Uh, something Kaylee and I, as lead pastors, that we're intentional here, this is a, a, like a, we want to make it a drama-free zone. What we've been noticing is that people that have drama, what we've noticed is that when they get connected to this family, like drama just starts going away. And then whenever drama blows up here, 
like we make sure it's it's contained and it's always it goes down but there are some churches that i would tell you run away from them because drama there is like like gasoline like you just light it up a little bit and like it just takes over everybody i think some of you have heard churches like that but okay but the goal is to be a culture where drama dies and that takes uh, trustworthy people. The next thing I want to, uh, the second thing, there's three things I want to do. That was the first thing. The second thing I want to do is I just want to share something really important with you. We are called to mirror God. Humanity's greatest calling is to mirror God in everything we do. Everything you do, you're to mirror God. And that includes on your reliability and your trustworthiness. How many know that God in scripture shows himself to be faithful and to be reliable? In the same way, if you are to represent God well, you are to mirror God's faithfulness. All the couples that are here today, you have a responsibility to reflect the faithfulness of God to your spouse. That's your responsibility. And you know why? Because if you do not mirror God's faithfulness to your spouse, you are breaking, you are, you are, you're, you're causing to the, you're causing the, you're causing to the mess. You're, you're causing more damage. You're causing more insecurity. We are called to mirror God. We were made in his image. Can you go to Genesis chapter one? Genesis chapter one. It says in scripture, Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 says, So God created humankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature moves on the ground. Then God said, I don't know if you guys know this, but the first page of the Bible is one of the most important uh, pages of the whole bible then god said i give you every seed seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it they will be yours for food and to all the beasts on the earth and all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground everything that has breath and life in it i give you every green plant and it was so god made humans in his image everybody even atheists everybody has his image and we are to reflect God's reliability and trustworthiness and faithfulness to those around us. I want to show you this quote. Can we put this, this quote on the screen? Listen to this. Let this sink in. If you have a ship, you will not desert. If you have people, you will not forsake. If you have causes, you will not abandon. Then you are like God. Wow. If you have family, you will not desert. If you are faithful to, in other words, if you have, if you are faithful to your family, if you are faithful to your loved ones, if you are faithful to those around you, if you are faithful to your company, if you are faithful to your boss, if you are faithful to the people around you, you are like God. 
This is huge. We're called to mirror God's faithfulness to those around us. It's made in us. How do people feel when they, what's, what's one of the biggest pains a human being could, could have? Betrayal. Yes or no? One of the biggest pains a human being can experience is betrayal. Someone you trusted, someone you gave everything to, someone you became vulnerable with, hurting you back. Why is that such a big deal for us? Because we were made to mirror God's faithfulness. And when that is broken, we feel broken. Now, becoming trustworthy. I want to I tell you how to become trustworthy. Number one, becoming trustworthy takes time. Can I get an amen? You can't force people to trust you, okay? <laughs> Stop forcing them. Stop telling them, trust me. You got to trust me. Come on. Stop it. You're, you're, you're making it worse. Trust takes time. It takes time. Trust, it takes years to build and a moment to destroy. And if you destroy that trust, guess what you have to do? Work your way back up. Trust takes time to grow even with God. God, he says, if you are faithful with little, he'll give you more. In other words, you have to first manage that little you have so he can give you more. In other words, he's watching you on seeing how trustworthy and faithful you are with the little things you have. Some of you don't receive a raise or a better job because God knows if he gives it to you, it's going to destroy you. It takes time. And sometimes we think we're ready for that next stage and God's, bless you, and God's like, I don't give you that promotion because if I give it to you, it's going to destroy you. It takes time. You're like, I'm ready, coach. I'm ready. I'm ready to go in, coach. And he's like, no, you're not. It takes time. It's like a piggy bank. It's like a credit card. Trustworthiness is like a credit card. It's like a piggy bank. Little by little, little by little, little by little. In a marriage, how does trust grow? Little by little, little by little, in the little things. I want to tell you something about being trustworthy. Trustworthy, it's about silent faithfulness. Silent faithfulness will make you great. I'm going to tell you something. In L.A., we're obsessed with the spectacular. Spectacular, spectacular. We're obsessed with the spectacular. We're obsessed with the shiny. And I'm not, I'm not telling you that's bad or anything. But when that gets to our hearts, that's when it comes an issue. It's about being faithful silently, paying your dues day by day, faithful in the little, faithful in the little, taking time, putting that little, those quarters in the bank, in the piggy bank, little by little, little by little. We want the spectacular, but we don't want the silent faithfulness. The second way to be trustworthy is that your words must match your actions. One of the bread and butter ways on growing your trustworthiness with others 
is by matching your words with your actions. Who is the most untrustworthy people on planet Earth? Hypocrites, right? They are the most untrustworthy people. Did you know that the word hypocrite in Latin means actor? Yeah. Did you know that? What does that mean? That means that your real person, your real person, you cannot have double life. Have you guys seen, like, actors? It's amazing, like, they talk about their other character like someone else, right? It's like, yeah, you know, Johnny, he, he, he had a rough time. And, and, and I remember the first time I heard that, I was like, wait, isn't he Johnny? Like, wait. It's kind of, I don't know if you've seen that. Like, it's like, wait, you know, that, uh, yeah, Johnny, he had a rough childhood. And it's like, wow, they're talking about two different people. That's how some people are in real life. Some people in real life, their public and their private life are absolutely different. That is a hypocrite. A hypocrite is somebody whose private life is not their public life. In public, they look secure and wonderful and strong, but in private, they're a mess. That's a hypocrite. That's why if you want to be trustworthy, your actions and your words need to go hand in hand, hand in hand, hand in hand, hand in hand. You want people to trust you? Start giving promises and start fulfilling them, and people are going to start trusting you more. Does that make sense, everybody? For the record, I love actors. I don't don't want you guys to think I I have anything. I'm just saying there's real life that they're actors, but they're not. They shouldn't be actors, you know? The third thing. Oh, yeah, bringing Kendrick Lamar again. He says in that song, Loyalty, I love it. (laughs) He says, my, my, wow, I'm I'm, I'm saying it just like him, right? He says, my resume is real enough for two millenniums. What does that mean? That means that he is so, like he's saying in the song, there's so much loyalty that he's reliable for two millenniums. I don't know. It's just something I got. Anyways, three. <laughs> I thought you guys were going to like be like, oh, wow, it makes sense. Anyways, number three, to be more reliable, you need to keep promises. You need to keep promises. Do you know any flakers in your life? People that are like, Hey, man, you know, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there, okay? I'm there for you, man. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. And that happens, and they're not there. Do you know any flakers in your life that they're like, hey, you know what? Tomorrow, the family, the whole family, we're going. We're going to Disneyland. All of us. The whole family. We're going to go. Hey, children, we're going to go to Disneyland. Okay. And then Saturday comes and no Disneyland. Where do you think your trustworthiness, that meter, how, what do you think that happened to you? Like, yeah, you think it went up? No, 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 it went down. When you keep your promises, people start trusting you more. You have to be a woman or a man of your word. If you said, we're going to go, we're going to go. If you said we're not going to go, we're not going to go. 
Someone once said, the only assurance you need from a good person is his or her promise. But what do, what do flakers do? What do flakers do? No, I promise. I, I, I swear. I swear. Oh, oh no, 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 no. I promise. I'll, like, I'll, 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 and they start, like, putting it on everyone's grave, you know? They put it on this person's grave and that person's grave and this grave and that grave and their grandmommy's grave and whoever and their favorite artist's grave. And they just go, like, on and on. And it's like, you're a flaker. You're just showing that you're a flaker. Because a real, reliable, and faithful person, they just, say, they just have to say yes, and they're going to they're gonna do it. Tell the person next to you, stop flaking. <laughs> Tell the person next to you, if you're taking me, take me. <laughs> I heard like a really manly voice, like, if you're taking me, take me. It's like, wow, okay. All right, yeah. It's exactly how we have to do it. We have to listen to people's actions, not their words. And the last one, if you want to be faithful, you must be committed. If you're not committed, you're going to be the most unfaithful person ever. The most faithful and the most reliable people are the committed ones. I prefer to go to war with maybe not the most talented, but the most committed than with the most talented, and I don't even know if they're committed. You know what I feel our city needs nowadays is committed people. Nowadays, you just see, like, even the phone contracts nowadays, huh? No contract guarantee, you know? You don't have to, there's no contract, there's no commitment. It's like, like it's cool and offer our, our, our budget, you know, and it's cool for our wallets, but when we have that same mentality in our relationships, that's destructive. Yeah, it's destructive. We need to be people that, you know what? Can we put that quote again? If we could go back, we need to be committed people. You know, in your that marriage, that marriage, that the, that struggling marriage, you know how that marriage is gonna stay healthy and, and faithful when they remember their commitment to each other. They said, he said again, if you have a ship, you will not desert. If you have people, you will not forsake. If you have causes, you will not abandon. Then you are like God. How committed are you to your loved ones? Oh, I'm so committed. Yeah, but you're not reliable. They, they rely more on the stranger than on you. If you want to be a reliable person, you have to be committed you want to know how committed you are? Your actions show it. Your actions. What keeps marriages faithful during rough times? Commitment. I remember uh, Kaylee and I, there's times that we, you know, mainly in our first year of when we were accommodating to each other and getting to know each other, living with each other for the first time. I remember, I feel like God would, would bring back to memory the day we said yes to each other. And that day that we would remember our commitment to each other would be like, that's why we're here. Because if you're all about emotions, you're the most unreliable person out there. Can I tell you, your commitment has to go further than your emotions. 
Because nowadays people are, I just, just don't feel love anymore. I just don't, I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel it. I don't feel it. And it's like, I, I remember, to, I, I remember a couple, like a couple days ago, um, we were saying like, Kay, I think Kaylee was like, I don't feel like going right now, but I got to be a grown up and I got to go, you know? And that's kind of what, that's how we have to do it. It's like, you don't feel like talking and re resolving conflict with those people, but you have to do it because you're committed to them. Commitment is deeper than emotions. How committed are to your family? How committed are, to, are you to your church? How committed are you to your, to your city? How committed are you to yourself? If you want to be reliable and faithful, you must be committed. We need more commitment nowadays. And I close with this. Could God have, have left the Hebrew people in the wilderness when they were stubborn? Could he have left them? So, oh, yeah, I think he wanted to. Like, you know? But why didn't he leave? He was committed to them. Were Jesus, was Jesus' team, was, was his team, were they knuckleheads sometimes? Were they stubborn? Why, a lot of them, right? <laughs> Why didn't he leave them? He was committed to them. Paul, he had stubborn churches. He would plant churches, and they would be great, and then they would just turn on him like the walking dead. I don't know why I'm bringing up that walking dead. Why didn't he give up on them? Because he was committed to them. In rough times, in your family, what's going to keep you united? Your commitment to each other. Your marriage, in rough times, what's going to keep you faithful and reliable? Your commitment. Tell the person next to you, I'm committed. I'm committed. But you have to beat your chest like a tribe. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> if you have a loved one next to you, tell them, I'm committed to you. Exactly. You guys ready? Kendrick Lamar, he said, <laughs> sing it. <clears throat> well, it's more rapping than singing, right? I put my lyric and my lifeline on the line. Oh, okay, that's it, that's it, okay. <laughs> but I, I, I wanted to mention this because he put his lyric and his lifeline on the line. Wow. All right, let's stand up. That's the, that's the cue. Let's all stand up. Thank you for tuning in to this week's message. We hope this message comforted and challenged you. RLA is a biblical grassroots church located in South Los Angeles. We are a community who is here to help restore the hurting, anxious, and those discouraged by religion. From our pastors and team, we hope you tune in again for our next episode.